If you're looking for best practices for your bank or credit union, join us while we talk all things sales, marketing, and strategy for financial institutions. Let's make it happen with FIGRO Solutions. Hi there, I'm Meredith Olmsted, CEO and founder of FIGRO Solutions. We are a digital marketing and sales consulting agency, and we work exclusively with banks and credit unions. And I am here with our digital ads manager, Ida Burr. Say hi, Ida. Hey, everyone. Um, And we were just having a really awesome conversation about problems on Facebook um, and social media in general in terms of spam. And so I wanted to hit record with Ida because she had some really, really good suggestions for how she's been handling some of these issues with our current clients. So I just wanted to talk a bit about it. So one of the things I wanted to just point out as we're we're starting is that basically we really still think, look, Organic reach on social is basically non-existent, but within a paid capacity and when you're supporting organic efforts with some paid ads, social is still great to engage with like existing customers and existing audiences and potential new customers and even new audiences when you're reaching out with targeting in a paid with paid ads. So it's, it is really good for engagement. It is, or can be, and it is really good to stay top of mind with your existing audiences. So that's kind of how we think about the bigger picture role for social. But what we really do want to remind people of is that you absolutely have to have a plan of action for dealing with negative comments, spam, fraudulent behavior, somebody trying to hijack a contest. So these kind of things, they do still happen. We don't think it's like bad enough at this point that you should get off social or stop, you know, posting or stop running contests altogether. But we do want to talk like a little bit about how to manage some of these situations. So like, Ida, how did this come up for you? Like what's been going on that you've been dealing with? So we have a client um, who does a lot of contests around the local uh, college. They're very affiliated with them. So they give away a lot of tickets to their games. Um, And right now is football. They're giving away a lot of football tickets. So it seems like somebody kind of targeted their page, realized that they're doing all these contests and kind of hijacking the contest and trying to direct people to a fake website and then asking for personal information, which obviously is very concerning for us and the client. Right. Um, so we've been managing this and trying to find the best way to, um, you know, just continue to be able to have these fun contests safely. Right. So the first thing, obviously, is find this fraudster or find the fake profiles, find the user, figure out who they are. Basically, they can be people who've created like a fake Facebook page that to look Mm -hmm. like your institution, or they might sometimes create like a really simple landing page on an easy to access like a Google hosting site or like site sitey website pages, Mm -hmm. or even like Wix or like something like that would actually go in, build a landing page, scrape the URL or sorry, scrape your logo, the financial institution's logo and try to pretend like they're that institution. So the first thing you got to do is you got to find them on, on these different networks and figure out like where all of this is going on. So then what do you do? Yeah, definitely. So once you find it, which we always keep a close eye on our clients pages. So once we started seeing these comments, you know, 
um, you can hit the three little dots next to the comment and you can say like ban this user. So that when you ban a user that automatically blocks, hides all their comments. So that gets rid of all the comments. Um, then you go to the Facebook page, you report the page as um, they're impersonating a business and you can okay. send that report directly to Facebook. Um, from there, you figure out what they're doing. Sometimes they may just be like, you know, message us and, or, you know, come like our page or, you know, whatever it may be. Right. But if they do have a link to another website, go to that website and figure out how to report the website page to whoever that vendor is, whoever, however they made the website. Right. The host. Be. Yeah. Yes. The host. Um, and that is kind of covering all the basis of making sure that all the content that they have created is getting taken down. How long does it usually take for that process to like run its course, like for you to find them and then report it and have the fraudulent or the fake content removed? The websites surprisingly come down very quickly. Okay. Um, I think the websites, uh, they're very diligent with looking at reports for spam. Okay. Facebook, on the other hand, can sometimes take a little bit. Sometimes you have to get a couple people to report the profile as well. Okay. Okay. Um, but banning that profile from the page is just as good as, well, almost as good as getting rid of it completely because then they can't post and can't interact with your followers anymore. Okay. So besides handling those situations like right in the moment, what kind of like preventative things can people do if they want to run a contest or do something that's a little bit more interactive or might get a little bit more, um, you know, reach than the average post, maybe something you're going to turn into an, mm -hmm. to an ad and, and reach thousands of people. What can they yeah. do to kind of prevent some of this before it even happens? So now we've started, um, adding right to the contest, like in the post, like we take your privacy extremely serious. We will never ask you for any personal information when collecting the prize. Um, okay. Like basic, like, you know, we're the only thing we need to know is where you want to pick your prize up. Or the only thing we need to know is your phone number so we could call you or, you know, being very transparent with what you're going to ask for if the winner is if they turn okay. out to be the winner. Okay. Um, another thing you can do is if you go into your page settings for your Facebook page, um, you can actually exclude certain terms from being commented. Um, so oh, interesting, like, like to be put in like a user's comments. Yes. So if somebody okay. posts these comments, it automatically hides the comment. Oh. Um, to the person, it looks like it posted, but nobody else is going to see it. Okay. Um, so we've been adding things like visit this link, click here, you're the winner, um, you know, congratulations, you won, things like that, like adding those terms to just block anybody trying to, you know, navigate somebody to a different website. Because, you know, in my opinion, there's no reason a member should be encouraging people to visit a website. Um, uh -huh. So you can do this if you go into your um, into your settings, you go into public posts, then okay. you navigate to content moderation. Okay. Um, and then you can, there's a big section that says, um, like, choose a list of words, phrases that you want to hide from your page. 
Okay. And there you can type, I think there's like a thousand word, like a thousand input limit. So you can okay. say a thousand phrases or a thousand single words. So pretty much endless, you can enter different terms in there that you think would not be, um, you know, in your, in your page's best interest if people started talking about. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's, um, that's a good thing. That's a nice way to be able to kind of like pre-filter people's comments who might like, even if it's not like super fraudulent or like, they're just trying to like get links to their website for backlinks or something like that. That's a good way to keep those kinds of posts from going live. I know we've also um, recommended sometimes like to clients, Hey, let's take a break, you know, for a few Mm -hmm. weeks from contests. I mean, we do sometimes also do contests where you don't have to do it out on social. I mean, it's great to have Mm -hmm. it on social because it provides engagement, but if you are trying to target existing customers or an existing audience list or member list, um, you know, for via email, you could always run the contest internally rather than have it public facing on social to kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, give and take a break, right. From running these big kinds of contests. Yeah. Like this client that we have now, they, their last giveaway was the biggest one. They're including a bunch of extra things and they're picking one big winner versus a couple Mm -hmm. of smaller winners. Um, and we suggested that they kind of migrate this to a landing page and mm. you could still post it on Facebook. Okay. Um, but then you don't have this list of Entries comments on, on Facebook. Facebook that yeah. somebody could then target. Um, so okay. hopefully you get a majority of your entries on the website and you get a few comments on the post and then it's gotcha. not as appealing for somebody to try to hijack it. Yeah. So it's less engaging on mm-hmm. Facebook, but you can still do the giveaway. You just drive people to your own digital asset, which is your website, basically. Yeah. So it's kind That's of like a little bit of a loophole. You might not get, it's a, it, you'll get, you'll be able to, you know, have some of the engagement and the giveaway with your existing audience, your customers, and you'll mm-hmm. have some reach on social, but it, it's not quite as interactive. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the for the tips, Ida. I think it is really important to still stay. I mean, you're finding though, even with some of these challenges, is the client or are these institutions still feeling like they're getting value from contests or from doing this effort on social? Oh, absolutely. Um, and we're able to um, the person from reaching out to people pretty quickly. So like this client was like, I, we don't want to stop. Like, you know, let's figure out another way to do this. They still, you know, it is a great opportunity to give back to your members and your followers. So yeah, absolutely. So worth it. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, um, thank you so much. And um, hopefully you guys have gotten some good tips here. If you're interested in any more about paid ads on, on social or digital in general, we have lots of great podcasts on those and other content blogs and case studies on our website at figro.com. Um, and in the meantime, let's just all get out there and make it happen.